It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy, fairy tale. tale. Hello, Lete. How you doing, girl? I'm feeling better. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what's new with you? Girl, not a damn thing. Oh. Same, different day. That's what I was about to say. Yes. I, I know, just this thing we call adulting. Yes. This thing called life. I know. Mm -hmm. Gearing up for the holidays. Okay. Okay. You know. Maybe not. I am not a holiday fan. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I told you. I don't think we're really doing Christmas this year. Like, we're going to get Shady D, like, some gifts and probably throw up the tree just for her. But outside of that, we're just going to make it a regular day. Make it a regular day. No more nails for breakfast. Um, no, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Well, it's not like I can enjoy that anymore because I'm not a meat eater. So you know, oh, I can't yeah. have the bacon and the sausage. It's so get delicious. Some cinnamon rolls and grits and pancakes. Girl, that chicken do be. Mm. That chicken hits the spot. It really does. So I can't do that. So I don't know what I'm. But I really want to take a, a cruise. Yes, I could. I could mess that up. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to take a cruise for Christmas. That'll be fun. You should. I think I should. I'll mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. I'll see. I think I want to do something really fun for Christmas. But I'm, girl, I have been very low key. I have literally been chilling at home every single weekend. Okay. Girl, enjoying space. Okay. I haven't been doing anything. Okay. Like, I wake up. And, girl, I, I watch HGTV, like, almost all day on Saturday. I didn't do much. And I've just been chilling. Okay. I mean, it is that time of the year. It's like, I know, because it's gotta... so cold in the morning. Yeah, it is chilly. It's chilly in the morning. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get out the bed. Mm -hmm. And I get cozy, and I just be happy staying there. And mm -hmm. then I'll get up when it gets warm, and I'll go out for a little while. But I'm going to bring myself right back on in the house. Mm -hmm. And I've just been chilling. Mm -hmm. I think and this working. weekend, maybe Sunday, we might... We might go to the um, parade of homes so I can <laughs> look at what I wish I, I almost had. Hmm. Not that I almost had. I don't know if, if I'll ever be that close to having that. But <laughs> right, the homes be so beautiful. I know. <laughs> I was thinking about going too, but I just have so much stuff to do this weekend. Mm -hmm. Especially with like homecoming mm -hmm. stuff. And then like I'm working on Sunday, so I won't be able to do that. I don't know, but I do want to go to the parade at home. Mm -hmm. it's, it's going on during the week. I don't have time during the week. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's during the weekend and on the weekends. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gearing up to go out of town anyway, mm -hmm. which that should be fun. I think that's going to be some shenanigans. I think we're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, gonna, I'm taking your hair out. Listeners, it's okay. I hope your husband don't find I it. I mean, it, it'll keep your fingers busy. <laughs> will girl because you know i got a problem i have to keep my hands busy i need a fidget, fidget spinner oh gosh. i have one at work okay <laughs> i have to pull that joker out when i'm on the phone because i can't i mean i have to be moving with my hands mm -hmm. like i'm a doodler i talk like i yeah so to keep my hands busy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes yes so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the article um, for our fairy topic, and um, Tanisha sent this over to me since I've been in a funky mood lately. That is not what we're gonna call that. It, it is, is not a, a funky, funky mood. mood. That's not a funky mood. We though. call it the funk, so it's a funky mood. You just been feeling a little different, yes, and uneasy about things or 
let's just clean it up a bit. Okay. <laughs> We're I, up. I'm totally fine with standing in. I've been in a funky mood and that's okay. One of the steps is to acknowledge, acknowledge right, and taking responsibility. Yes, yeah, you know, for a just, little bit. I just want you to be choose your words carefully. That's no, all. I, I but if that. you're okay with yeah. calling it a funky mood, I just don't want it to have any negative vibes to it no, because it's not a negative it's thing. A negative vibe. I mean, shit, it happens. We adults, it, it, it happens. We have our ups and downs, our highs and lows. So right. yes, I've been yeah. in a funky ass mood. Well, she's been <laughs> in a funky ass mood, everyone. <laughs> but that shit happens when you grown. Exactly. It's stuff they don't tell you. So you, when you had that funky ass attitude in high school, there's days when you still had that funky ass attitude in adulthood. Exactly. And then just in hindsight, looking at your parents, they probably went through had funky ass moods too. So. Yeah, especially when yeah. things weren't working out. Mm-hmm. Shoot, the struggle is real. That it is. So um, it's an article that we pulled off of Anne and and her. her we are uh-huh dot net dot net okay yeah that was different yes so this and, oh it's and here we are and Look, here we are yes net. okay i just like the name because i saw you see the pink lady right there. okay oh you don't have, I don't the, have pink the pink lady, lady. Okay. oh yes i hear i see her okay. now okay so it's 10 ways to get yourself out of a funk um so as I said, I have been in a funky ass mood. Something did not go my way and I've been sitting in it for the past few months. I feel like I'm slowly but surely coming out of it. Um, and we're just going to go over, you know, some ways to kind of help you through those times. Um, so one thing you want to do is check out your biological balance and take an inventory of it. And I'm so here for this because I feel like that is part Mm -hmm. of it. So are you going to bed at a decent hour? How is your sleep? Because if you up all night with your thoughts, you're not getting good sleep. You're going to be broke down during the daytime. You're Mm -hmm. not going to want to be bothered and the funk will continue. The funk gets funkier. Yes. So to keep your mind at ease, to keep the worries away, you know, you know, I love a good CBD oil. It will knock you out. If you don't want to get any CBD Take a shot of apple cider vinegar and a cup of lemon water. You will be out like a brick. Or just some melatonin. Or some melatonin, yes. For some people that works. Yes. Um, And then it also asks, um, are you eating well and keeping your blood sugar stable? So if you uh, have a heavy sweet tooth, that can bring you down. I know last week... I was on the cookies. I had, we had a gallon of lemonade from Chick-fil-A. Like that brings you down. That's why you said you didn't want to go out for desserts. Yes. Because I feel like dessert makes everybody feel better. It does in the moment. Yeah. (laughs) But after a while, like all of it sitting on you, you feel sluggish. Mm So that's something. Yeah. And then could you be vitamin D deficient? Mm -hmm. If so, supplements are very cheap and I've noticed this every winter I I know I have sad like I've, I've been that's on WebMD seasonal, that's seasonal depression yes I've been on WebMD so I have diagnosed myself with sad because I every winter when the time changes I feel like this so this year when I went to my checkup I was trying to be ahead of the game I was like I need you to write me a script for some vitamin D even though you can get it over the counter 
But that stuff they write for a prescription is like real potent. Yes. So what I have, I take it once a week and I started Mm -hmm. taking it last Monday. And by midweek, like I felt different. Like I feel alert. Mm -hmm. I feel awake. I'm not dragging in the morning. Like I don't want to actually get up and go to work. Right, because it's cold. Because it's cold. But I'm not dragging and I don't feel like my body just don't want to cooperate. Like I feel good in the morning and I feel like the vitamin D has helped out a whole lot. So check into that. Right. Um, are you stressing your liver with too much alcohol and processed foods? Yeah, that alcohol thing for me when I was in a funk. Because mm-hmm. I turned into Miss Hannigan from Annie. I had a bottle by the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and one day I was getting ready to go to work. I was like, let me go on and take a swig of this real quick. Girl, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I need to stop this whole drinking thing. Why are you putting that hair in your shirts? You can easily I, just set it up here and first take of all, it when you First leave. of all, this is the space that your husband, quote unquote, I, allows us to use. I am, you know how nitpicky he is about his girl, space. if you don't put that hair on top of this printer. Girl, if this can hold my credit cards, it can hold my hair. So I have hair in my bra and that's fine. It's keeping it's his. Bra. It is keeping his girl. If I start itching, you know what's wrong. <laughs> exactly. It is keeping his face clean and it'll be full fine. of grease. It'll be this, fine. No, we have a nice area. He's cool. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. I'm not gonna disrespect. It's his my name. area too. I pay on the mortgage just like he does. Technically, you have a desk and stuff downstairs too. You have know. a whole little like woman cave. Y'all have a man cave and a woman cave. Okay. So I'm just you know. Well, you, that should be a good thing that I'm respecting your husband's face. You know and how many I girlfriends don't that. do that? I, but I'm telling you, you can put it on top of the printer. He don't even use the printer. <laughs> <laughs> just, but I know it's kind of oily. But I'm just, you know, just okay. let me be. Okay, so the second thing I need to read because you don't went through all of that. No, I got one more. Oh, yeah. You talked okay. about the liver. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you dieting or not eating enough calories? And with dieting or even not eating enough calories like if you don't consume enough food like your body begins to feel weak like mm-hmm. I remember when Shady D was little and I was breastfeeding you have to like double up your calories and at one point she was just eating like all day every day and I wasn't eating enough and I promise you one day at work I probably almost fell out because I had not ate right. enough. So that is important as well. And that will make you feel sluggish and depressed. Mm-hmm. And like you're not getting enough sleep, but really you need food. <laughs> okay, what you got? Um, do time with the issues. As much as we want to be able to simply transcend our worst mental and emotional struggles, we also need to acknowledge them. Take a look. Um, don't ignore them and just kind of be real with what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Write it out, do what you, whatever you need to do, and just kind of be open with your feelings. And I know that's something that I struggle with a lot. Like, I try to think, in my mind, I think I'm being real with my feelings, but I always stuff them up somewhere because I'm like, oh, you should never look what you look like what you're going through. Suck it up, buttercup. You got to go out and smile and present yourself like everything's fine. But on the inside, you're like melting down. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to... Own what you're going through. Yes. Oh, I already said number three. Okay. Because that's like my go, go-to thing. Because I like to write stuff out mm-hmm. and like tear it up. 
Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something you don't want anybody to read. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't like you. You're mean. Or or however you're feeling that you would never want anybody to know. But it helps to me when I write things out that I'm dumping things out of my brain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. I sleep better in my mind. In my mind, if I, if I got a lot to do the next day, I have to mentally dump all that stuff out. Whether I email myself a to-do list or... Just anything. I have to dump all that out. Or it could just be somebody else's problems or struggles. Because I'm so empathetic, I tend to cling to stuff and hold on to it as if it's my issue. Mm -hmm. And so I have to like dump that and purge that from my spirit on a regular basis in order for me to function. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I think I I believe in writing everything out. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to write it out, guess what you can get? You can get, and this is a shameless plug. You can get. Plug yourself. You can definitely write out your thoughts um, in my journal line, and I officially have made an author page on the Amazon. Um, so it is, um, Amazon, of course, Amazon.com um, backslash author um, backslash adulting journals. And there you can find, I have journals, just regular blank journals where you can write how whatever you want. And then I also have the series of the bullshit that is. So it's the bullshit that is adulting, the bullshit that is parenting, the bullshit that is marriage, the bullshit that is dating, the bullshit of job hunting. And we're going to write about our real feelings about ghost employers ghosting on us. So definitely check that out and I'll put my author page in the show notes. Um, but I did want to jump back to, um, number two with, um, doing time with the issue. And you, you stated that, you know, when you feel down, you got to like put on a face, you know, to like, everything is okay. Like I'm kind of the type, like, well, at work, I put on the face because you know you got to turn right, it on. Yeah, but even some people like with their close friends and families, like they still feel like they have to turn it on. Like it's okay to say, "I'm feeling shitty right now." You know, I'm feeling down. This may be you may you may not even want to explain why, but it's okay to let people know how you really are feeling. Yeah, I hadn't got there yet. Yes, and then it's okay for it. Like if they respond, oh it'll be okay just to be like no like I don't need you to say it'll be okay like I just need you to be I like need- okay I support you or if you need anything right you know I'm here for you um so you know most people kind of they kind of feel like they have to be nice but you know just sit with your feelings and be okay with you know saying no I'm not okay I don't know how to do that that was my homework assignment in therapy I ain't figured that shit out yet oh. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I don't know how to, I don't. Like, I go into it Mm -hmm. thinking, like, I know we've had some real intimate moments in my mind, how they played out. Mm -hmm. But then by the time I told you about it, you know, I had some jokes and some comedy to go along with it because it helps me. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't like being somewhere crying all the time and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know where that comes from. But, you know, like, that was my homework assignment in therapy is to be able to feel what I'm going through. And I'm like, but I'm feeling it. I'll cry about that shit at home in the closet. Mm-hmm. You know, we closet criers. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I have a meditation on um <laughs> on having a good cry. I've been I've been needing to do it, but I just haven't helps. found a place where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to just sit and cry. For Girl, you better bit. pull up beaches. <laughs> I, that doesn't make me cry anymore. The, okay, still Magnolia's. That doesn't make... I've seen it you so, so much many times. Yeah. yeah. 
You got to find a new one. I, I made this one out there. You need to watch Boys in the Hood. And that was on the other day. Mm-hmm. But I still, when Ricky died, I didn't. You didn't feel it? No. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's always sad. Right. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it's that's normally when I when I start crying or what was I watching? Oh, oh, oh. I would think I was watching one of the housewives. Oh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. When Mariah and um, Toya, Mariah was crying. And she Girl, was like, I'm... Mm. That, look, just let me live in this moment. Okay. See, see how she just tried to take my little moment? I was opening up. I was I was pulling back I the mean, layers of the opening, onion. You was opening up about Mariah. You know she's no, an attention I, whore. No, no so. just, just hear me out. Okay. When they were on there and she was crying and she was holding her, like I cried about that mm-hmm. because in that moment I was like, I wish I could be vulnerable enough to just have somebody hold me. You know, I like... Cuddle therapy, I think, is very important. Um, but, like, just to have somebody hold me like that so I could cry, like your girlfriends. And then I was like, man, I ain't fixing to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it went away that quick. Like, I was like, hell no, because I was like, I'm going to get snot on her shirt. Then I'm going to be apologizing because I left some snot or some lipstick or something. I, I was like, whatever. I was like, I'll just go get my hug from Daria on Tuesdays. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That'd be, that's my therapy shit. Um, but yeah, like I was, but I, I like watched that moment. I was like, I wish I could be like that. Like mm-hmm. she was like, even though we know she's dramatic, mm-hmm. but that's like a real moment that people ha- like, that's when you need to be able to feel whatever you're going through. That's true. That's Cause she true. was feeling like allegedly she could have done some crack and she's just over the whole thing. It's coke. Coke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Her drug of choice. Mm-hmm. But they went back 10 years. So maybe she did Girl, 12 bullshit. years Bullshit. We'll talk it's, about it. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about talk it. We'll talk about so, it. <laughs> but yeah, write it out. That's important. Mm-hmm. For me, it helps me feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's also keeping my feelings to myself, even though sometimes people might read your journal, but that's their fault. Mm-hmm. That's their nosiness. Mm-hmm. But I do try to tear up the pages. Mm-hmm. And I use like anonymous names. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one on the list is to create something using the artistic, intuitive parts of your brain can help you bring understanding to the parts of your life that you cannot logically comprehend. Mm. Um, so there are things that you cannot express through words. So using your creative side um, and engaging your senses or moving your body through dance is a way of expressing yourself. Oh, so twerking is expressive. Yes. Um, okay. And this can come in a form of learning a new skill, which helps us get out of our heads and more into our bodies. And I'll go back to my shameless plug. Like that's kind of where the creation of the journals came from. It was like, oh, I need to get this out, get this out, you know, try to occupy my mind um, into something else versus what's really going on. So out of that came the journals. And then that ties in with um, number five, which is channel your energy in a a positive way. Um, So that was a positive way for me to do it just to be creative or you can volunteer like, to help somebody else out. That um, always helps yes. me feel better. Yes. It's helping it, somebody else. Because it's exactly. not a... You're not just so in your feelings. Exactly. Um, and it allows you to do something good for other people. Mm-hmm. Which makes you feel good. It does. And makes you feel less funky. Yes. And it's a win-win for everybody. Like you're helping somebody. You're getting a, the feeling of being helpful. So... Right. And yeah. a lot of times you go in helping somebody. And you don't realize how much they, they help, help you. you. Exactly. And so it's, it's always... You can't go into it with those intentions. Mm-hmm. But... A lot of times you'll realize that after the fact. 
band is cute. Girl, you shopping for jewelry. All right. No, but this is cute. I mean, my I don't husband wouldn't wear it, but. I don't have those same advertisements. Oh, I got Shanko with the um, two-tone See, I got a uh, Brilliant Earth. Okay. That was the first one. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. What's what number were you on? Six. Is that the body work? Yes. Okay. Well, when I first saw body work, <laughs> I ain't going to tell y'all what I was thinking about. What okay. was you thinking about? Well, I was thinking about, since I'm going through a, a transition period, I was thinking about getting this stomach sucked out of my body so I can work it. Girl, I was thinking <laughs> about some cool scope the other day. Because they, they was playing an advertisement on Pandora. I was like, shoot, I can do that for my 40th. Right. Like, I was like, <laughs> how can I scope this out? But then I read, kept read, reading. It was like, get a massage, go to acupuncture. Mm-hmm. No, I was, ta- I was thinking about going to Dr. Miami and seeing what he can do for me. <laughs> like, yes, I just want to look like them girls on TV. Yes. I just want to look like my 21. Like, I just want my You want to look like that. I want my 21-year-old boobs with those that boobs. I used to oil up Girl, with you... my flat stomach. Like, I would literally, and I know I've said this before, to it's not flat like it used to be. You've had a baby. I know, but that was eight years ago. <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> but it still looks flat to me. But, girl, my stomach is far from flat. However, <laughs> you know, I just want to work with my, my curves mm-hmm. and just be, like, snatched, mm-hmm. even though I'm still pulling them. But that's not, that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so... Yeah, I want my boobs to look like they used to look in a water bra. You remember the water bra? I ain't never worn no water bra. Girl, I have always bra. been blessed in this area <laughs> since I started praying for these jokers. And 12, I was 12. And so this girl in school, I'll never forget her. Her name was Latarsha. So Latarsha, if you're listening, girl, I prayed for my boobs to look like yours in middle school <laughs> because you had all the dudes. And I was like, I want some of those. I didn't have no breasts. Mm-hmm. Them jokers spread. Girl, I saw your little 12-year-old picture. Girl, you my were body, stout. I was stout at 12. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I was stout. That was the summer of my 12-year. Mm-hmm. I was stout. I would not let my daughter go out the house if she looked like that. We would have problems. You wouldn't have problems. She ain't going to no swimming pool. Why? Then you you like sexualizing her body when I'm she don't even ha- know what's going on. She better have a, a swimsuit on with some skirt and some biking shorts on it. But then you're raising her to be shameful of her body. You'll be listening to um you know, getting grown when Kia be talking about how you know she how she felt about her body growing up. Then you cre- you like body shaming her. I just don't for something okay. that is totally natural. Okay, because you know she's gonna so, have tits and ass because you got tits and ass. Okay, but here's the thing with my tits, my twelve year old tits and ass, which was nice. I've always had the same bubble butt. Mm-hmm. It ain't <laughs> when that motherfucker start growing, it start. It was just there. It, it ain't ever going away. But I used to have a lot of weird family members would be like, I'm sure, and come sit on my lap yeah. and want you to hug them and stuff. Yeah. And so th- now looking back, I realize that wasn't cool. No, not at all. And so then when I saw that picture, that 12 year old body, I'm like, damn, like them foods. But that wasn't your fault. I get it. <laughs> and so I don't want my, like at the time, I never thought there was anything wrong with it mm-hmm. until now. And I'm starting to realize like, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. And then when the Girl Scouts were like really talking about, you should, you know, tell your daughters they don't have to hug people. Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking like, I was required to hug mm-hmm. people. If I didn't, then I would get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But some of them little nasty mm-hmm. uncles and maybe even aunties, I don't know, was looking at you some kind of way. Mm-hmm. 
Like even at church, mm-hmm. they'll be like, come here, little girl. You can sit, you know, sit mm-hmm. on my lap. Give me a hug. Mm-hmm. You don't realize what people's intentions mm-hmm. are. And then when I look back at that body, you like, okay. So I just don't want my child to deal with that. So that's why I'm kind of funny about like what my child's going to wear. And I get it. And by the time I have a kid and they grow up, we'll have a whole new set of issues that mm-hmm. I'll be dealing with. Cause you know, I don't want to spank my child, but that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it's like, well, well I'm going to try it with somebody else's kid first. I think I'm going to hit up Jamia's baby and see, see if, if they get too far gone. Okay. Experiment. Okay. So, um, Okay, so give in. The next one is give in to it for a time. So it's okay to sit in the funk for a little bit, like recognize it. I I don't want to say embrace it, but embrace it. Like this is what I'm feeling right now. It's okay for me to feel like that. I am not a superhuman. My feelings go up and down and that is totally fine. Maybe that's what I am. Maybe Or not. No, that's not what I am. Maybe that's what I think I am. Superhuman. Because I do. I really like superwoman superhero kind of things and I look at women I'm like wow you know she's phenomenal she's great and maybe that's what I have mm-hmm. like she-ra syndrome oh, you gotta let that go mm. yeah see I just had a real a real moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and give it to others I have a problem with that so I guess I should read that no, give to others give, so I'll give to others yeah to let's go back to volunteering yeah. but maybe I need to read it that way okay and say, like, maybe it's okay just to give it to others and talk to people. Mm-hmm. And maybe they can help you carry the load. Maybe. I don't know. Is that what happens, like, when you open up to people, really? Do you give them? They I, give You give them a piece of your, your what's going on with you, the sharing part. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when I really, really let it go, like, in therapy, I just feel like, I feel more comfortable there because it's kind of like no bias. Like she don't know me. Right. It's your like friend. Like everybody pay. else. Yeah, right. exactly. So it's, it's like, oh, I can really, really just let blurt go. it all out. Yeah. And you yeah. can cry and not have your friends be like, uh-uh, girl, you're so good. <laughs> you don't have nobody judging you. And, you know, it's just, they give you sound advice yes. and without judgment. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do judge you, but hell, you don't know. Exactly. But it's they a do good, good job. They do a good yeah. job. Like I am a component for having a, a friend that I pay for. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I love. And then like, they also call you out on your shit. So. They do. Yeah. And they'll do it in the most professional so, yes. way. And you'll be, or you'll just call yourself out on your own shit. Yeah. You'll be like, ooh, like I just did earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I have She-Ra syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, and she'll be like, yes, you do. I've noticed that. And you'll be like, really? Is that what we're doing right now? You supposed to be my friend that I pay? That's why I'm going to write your ass a bad shit. No. <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, it's good to go to therapy. That's mm-hmm. for sure. It is. Okay. And then um, go outside and move your body. So get outside, take a walk with nature, um, nature. invite a friend to walk. And my therapist also does like walking therapy sessions in the midday. She's like, you're welcome to come if your job is close. Girl, I'm going to be short of (laughs) breath, breathing hard and shit. How you want me to talk and walk? (laughs) Bitch, I can't cry. Like my nose going to be stopped up. And these people looking at me. Well, I'm crying because I'm trying to be vulnerable and stuff in therapy. No, I'm not fixing to do that. But I guess for some people it works. So yeah, yeah. I guess you can do that in the greenway in the trees. Mm-hmm. But I don't need anybody else to be there with me. Because mm-hmm. at one time, girl, I went to the greenway and I just went in the woods and I screamed. I know them animals was like, what the hell is wrong with her? 
I tried. I remember you telling me like a few months ago, the guy who screams on his way to work. Oh, yeah. On the interstate. Like, I felt kind of weird, but it was kind of freeing too. Just break out in a scream. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, when I get, okay, so I take Laverne Crouchville to work, right? Mm -hmm. You get somewhere where there's nobody, you roll the windows down and you scream, Mm -hmm. it lets all the tension out. Mm -hmm. Like, all of that is just like in the world. Mm -hmm. And you give it to whomever's going to catch it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I scream out. I I roll the windows down. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't roll the windows down. Okay, I, that's your assignment for tomorrow. When when Lady D get off the car, I want you to scream. You don't have nowhere to scream in private. No. Over there, when you driving through the office park going to work, scream out there. Okay. Ain't I nobody when, gonna, I'm, when I'm rolling past the airport. Ain't nobody gonna mess with you tomorrow okay. at work. <laughs> They're gonna be like she was screaming in her car, and then keep a couple of rollers in your head. See, I don't even have any rollers. I think I'm gonna wear rollers to work tomorrow. Okay. I need to be sent home for the weekend. And the last one is play. (laughs) Um, Playing or having fun may feel like the last thing you want to do. And trust me, I understand that because my child be wanting us to play the game of life every week. Mm, That game is long, too. Actually, it's not that long. Or is it Monopoly that's long? Monopoly can be long, but game of life, we, we can do it in like under an hour. It's really not that long. You should just play her After, Uno because you're going to win real quick. She needs to learn how to lose. And that's what's going to happen She loses you. a game of life. It, Uno's quicker. And I be suing her. See, that's... I'm just saying. Oh, we gang up and sue my husband. Because I be like, mommy don't got no money. She didn't, she didn't go to college. So I'm trying to make it. Right. <laughs> Just like real life. Well, my trailer. Your, your daughter going to be suing people. I got to watch her because I might accidentally hit her with the door or something. She's going to be like, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> and Doria going to be like, yep. Yes. Um, but you definitely want to get out and play. Like laughter is a stress reliever. Um, and going out and doing something silly kind of helps to put life back into perspective. Um, and it's also a good way to bring your family into your life um, when you've been brooding. Or if you just kind of been under the covers, so it kind of helps to reconnect you guys again. Shit, I'm always under the covers because I be cold. It haven't been. It's just now getting cold. It's always cold in my damn house. Well, turn your heat on. That costs money. It's just you right right now, so you're fine. I turn on my little electric. You know I lost my electric blanket. Oh, gosh. I don't know where it's at. Okay. That's my boo. Okay. I'm going to find it. If not, maybe you can give me one for Christmas. Okay. And then <laughs> um, there's another article that we just want to touch on right fast. It's from yeah. highexistence.com. Um, and the name of the article is Choosing Happiness, Five Ways to Get Out of a Funk. So when Tanisha sent me this, I was like, oh. But then I kept on reading it, and it kind of resonated with me. Um, because the person, I think they lived overseas for mm-hmm. a while and then they came back to San the States. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, they were kind of depressed. And it resonated with me because the first time I went to Paris and I came back home, Man. I was depressed. Me I too. Was like, I, my life could have been so different, yada, yada, yada. Like, it, it got me down. Right. So I was like, oh, let me finish reading it. So he was talking about a book he read. Um, and I think, shit, I forgot the name of the book, but I'll put it in the show notes. But oh, I can tell you. Okay. 
Just keep talking. Okay. And then I'll, so I'll back in. I'm going to go through this one right fast. So in this one, he's just pretty much saying to take responsibility um, for your happiness. So it is a choice. If you're unhappy right now, um, it's because of the things you choose to think about. And you have the power to change that instantly. Um, and it, happiness doesn't always come easy. Um, when everything is going well, happiness, of course, is simple. But when we're facing challenges and uncertainty, it takes a conscious effort to choose mm-hmm. to be happy. Um, and then um, he also pointed out to be here now. And this quote, like I read this Sunday and ever since then, I've been like, this is how I need to think. <laughs> And it pretty much is, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. Mm -hmm. If you are anxious, you are living living in in the the future. future. If you are at peace, you're living in the present. So every time I kind of have those thoughts, either going backwards or forwards, I'm like, let me just think, be in the moment. I need to be in the moment, not even the next second before. And I was telling a friend of mine that a few weeks ago. So when I read that part, it it was the second time of me hearing that. And then I was just like, that is so true. It is. Because, like, I have a lot of anxiety about all these unknown things that mm-hmm. are that I think are going to happen. And then I have things that happened in the past that has, you know, control. And then it makes you depressed. And so, you like, you literally have to live moment by moment. And you have to have purposeful thoughts. Mm-hmm. You do not think about anything that makes you upset or gets you a little edgy. As soon mm-hmm. as you start feeling like that, you have the control to make that go away. Mm -hmm. Do not let those thoughts control you. Mm -hmm. So if you start thinking about like, Ooh, I look fat. I'm never going to have anybody. My body looks used to look really good. Like them 20 year old breasts. You say, Hey, (laughs) wait a second. I got these boobies. They have fed my baby. These look great. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you just move on to something else mm-hmm. because if you kind of concentrate on the things that from the past, yes, you're going to be depressed. Exactly. Like I want the 12 year old body back. I ain't going to lie because <laughs> my ass was snatched. However, <laughs> like I didn't have no stomach and just all ass and breast, mm-hmm. girl. Mm. But anyway, see, I just don't went in the past, but I'm happy about this 40 year old body and mm-hmm. she's very mature and still got stuff she need, I have things that I need to work on that's all yes too and that's going to be fun because I'm gonna get moving that's going to get me active and release some very good chemicals and make me feel better yes ultimately mm-hmm. and I'm gonna look better and I work for it mm-hmm. I didn't go to Dr. Miami to pay him I had to work I wouldn't mind paying Dr. Miami I was thinking that too but I'm trying to be positive <laughs> right now because I'm like oh it'd be easy just to have him do it but you know what it's not gonna hurt as bad that's mm-hmm. what I keep telling mm-hmm. myself it's just going to hurt in a different way. <laughs> I didn't find the book. Was it the Tolly dude? I think so. I was just right there. Okay. Okay. So I can't say his name, but it's The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment. But I think that was one of Oprah's book clubs. It books. was. It was. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I used to have that book. I think I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is Surrender to What Is. Um, so whenever we're in a suboptimal situation, whether it's being stuck in traffic or going through a challenging period or getting upset, um, pretty much getting upset about it does not serve a purpose. No. It's like trying to argue with re- reality versus what already is. So consider the thoughts of why does it have to be like that? And why does this happen to me? Why isn't my life easier? Um, you shouldn't be, you should try not to think like that. 
the mental whine, whining is pretty much pointless. And I think a lot of people feel like they have no control over their thoughts. Yes. And I think that's how you get out of control is because when people don't feel like they have any control over their life or their thoughts, that's when all this stuff comes to take over. Mm -hmm. Like you control everything. Mm -hmm. Your brain is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So don't sweat the small stuff. I know it sounds simple and stuff that we're supposed to do, but you have to work at it. You have to incorporate because if you think about it all the time, everything you see on TV, TV makes you worry. The news makes you worry. Everything makes you worry, stressed out, like built up, built you up for anxiety and depression. You have to control those thoughts. Mm -hmm. You have, you have control over your life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't feel like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the funkiness comes Mm -hmm. from. So maybe that's where your funkiness came from because you felt like you had no control. To a point, yeah. To a point. Just did a good job. Okay. Look at you. I know. I'm so smart. Okay. Um, And then I'm (laughs) just going to go over the last one because you kind of touched on number four with stop the hamster wheel of your thoughts. Um, And then the last one is just get out of your head and into the world. So um, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in service of others. And that goes back to mm-hmm. the volunteering. volunteering or doing something for, for someone else. Very much so. Yes, yes, yes. So do you have your business buzz? I ready? do have my business buzz. Okay. And I'll put both of the articles in the show notes. What did I do with it? I'm not doing a good job because I clicked off of it. Give me just one second. It's fine. It's My, fine. I'm not feeling this Android phone. You better move back over to the iPad. Because you know what? I've been using my iPad phone a little bit more. And I'm starting to have issues with Android. I don't know. But you know I'm team Android to the day I die. Because I just can't. I can't work off uh, Apple phone like I can. But it, it does. This Android phone be doing some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So... To go along with our topic, um, we are going to talk about a company um, called Begin to Talk LLC, which is owned and operated by my cousin, um, Alicia. And she is do what she has is a business where it empowers people who have different to have difficult conversations through mental health counseling, personal life coaching, business consulting services. Um, Begin to Talk promotes healthy lifestyles and offers both office and online therapeutic consultations and services. Now, when I tell you, when I go to therapy and I can do it over the phone or online, I love that because Mm. I have a busy schedule and I just literally can do a session while I'm at work. I go to a private place, Mm -hmm. like in a conference room, or if you don't feel comfortable, I go outside and I'm Mm -hmm. walking and I'm talking and just having the sun right there. It's different than being stuck in an office mm-hmm. building. And I, I like that there's flexibility. So um, the website is begin to talk LLC. No, begin to talk um, dot com. Um, and you can find her on the following social media pages. And we have Android problems today because I have to talk back and forth. I'm like. I know, but I could probably set that up. I just hadn't done it. You know Mm -hmm. how I do, girl. Um, I forget to put all that stuff in there. Um, But her um, Twitter and Instagram, well, Instagram is at begin to talk. Facebook is begin to talk LLC. And so you can find her there. She also does a radio 
um, show on Power 106 FM in Kentucky. Um, it can also be heard on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Facebook Live. She streams all of her um, radio shows on her Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So check her out. Her name is Alicia, and she is a good therapist. We all, like, need like it's good to have somebody to talk to. We all need mental health mm-hmm. therapists to talk to, even if you just want to talk through those funky mm-hmm. times. I think it's like our community. We do not. We don't. We just don't go to therapists. We've I feel been taught like it's that getting we, better. It's getting like a lot the better. Stigma is kind of like okay, this is okay now. Charlemagne has helped it because yes. it's like brings especially it to the for men, yeah. right? For men, he has helped it, and a lot of people are talking about you know their. It's not just mental health. I think it's the stigma of the word mental health, and but it's, it's your like, brain. It's that as well as money because most right. people don't have black people be like, oh, I can't afford that. But, but you now, got some Jordans, exactly. But now, like they. They have it where you can pay on a sliding scale or Mm -hmm. you can get someone who's like fresh out of college or needs those hours, Mm -hmm. you know, those therapy hours. And so they'll match you with someone, you know. To, to help you out and you're not paying an arm and a leg. Right. So it's, it's, it's getting better. It's important. <laughs> it's it's getting better, mm-hmm. but we have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. It's so many people that are snapping out here in the world mm-hmm. now and committing suicide. And we just all have to just know that you have to spend the money. You're going to either spend the money on something stupid mm-hmm. or you can spend the money on yourself. Mm-hmm. And self-care is the best care. Mm-hmm. So hit my friend up. Not my friend. Well, she's my friend, but my cousin up on Facebook. Befriend her and her business and start talking this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't live like this. Can you imagine? It'd be the bitter people. Like, all them people on them shows that I don't like to watch, but I watch them anyway. They just, they all need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Heavenly needs therapy. Mariah needs therapy. They all need therapy. Mm -hmm. Because Heavenly is very devilish. Yeah, but I still like her. Girl, she gets on my nerves. I like her daughter. She's sweet. And I like her husband. Mm -hmm. I would speak to her husband, not speak to her. You know you're not supposed to do that. You should watch. She she actually does a recap of the show on YouTube. And it's kind of a different. She kind of, you know, sends it out like just kind of as a behind the scenes like this really is what happened this is not what the camera chopped up of course because she's never accountable i mean in her youtube she holds herself accountable but she she doesn't change her behavior okay like she snapped on the i got a house too but we'll get on that well she does she she discussed that in the in her youtube but nobody holds their self accountable on that show If you're going to say heavenly, you got to say Mariah in the same breath. (laughs) Mariah is just broken. She's She's just a broken piece of something. And she's victimized. Girl, let's let's talk about these snitches. Yes. Okay, so we're going to jump into Rache reality. Because before you know it, I'm going to be half bald-headed. And I don't have no scarf, so I can't take all this out. Because what happens if I run into somebody somewhere? You're going to be all right. It's dark. I can't be rolling down the street with cornrows down in my head did it i don't look like chloe a couple of times chloe it's chloe from set it off oh i thought was it chloe i don't know okay what was queen latifah's name what's i don't think it was chloe that's too much of a it was cleo cleo it was cleo now it was cleo yeah i think it was cleo i've been walking around looking like cleo yeah (laughs) set it off that's gonna be the song this weekend though Set it off, I suggest y'all. You should do you should do that same dance. I'm gonna, <laughs> no. I'm gonna boomerang it though. I'm gonna get on Instagram, I'm gonna boomerang it. <laughs> That's 
you that's you being free though. Oh, we gonna free ourselves from the funkiness this weekend. Okay. And next weekend. Yes. We are on a roll. We are. Old ladies take Nashville and Orlando. I know. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not old either. Okay. You gonna feel old when we when you get up at nine o'clock after we done didn't get home or went to bed till five. Who's saying that? I am. Okay, well, you'll be by yourself because I'm going to be in my bed. I want to be. You're my designated driver. Girl, you got to call a lift. Well, see see how your friends. See, I just had a vulnerable moment where I needed some help. Some help? What? Staying out to five and all the parties be over at two. I didn't know that, but we're going to go to Waffle House or something. We're going to find a diner to sit at and I'm going to fall asleep in my plate. That's the kind of night I need to have. Oh gosh! Because, yeah, I need to make sure I do whatever number that was that said something wrong with my my liver. Mm. No, I ain't gonna do that. You know, okay. I, ain't gonna I need all my damn organs. But anyways, let's let's move on to this uh, married to medicine. Let's talk about these shenanigans. Okay, so who you want to start with? Because we're not gonna go in order. We just we having a discussion about married to medicine. Married to medicine. Who I want to start with? Um, we'll talk with ja- Dr. Jackie and her coming to Jesus. Um, revival type parties that she's wanting to have. So had you ever heard of a tent? I had never heard of a tent. I have never heard of it being called a tent. Yes. But I've heard of revival. Yes. Right. But, but it was I've always never... in a white tent. It was always in a white tent. Yeah. And I think that's just depending on where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. It's always just been called a revival and everybody wore white. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that you go there just to lay it all out. I remember going to tents and sitting in them damn aluminum chairs that were hot. I'm just saying. I remember. But they going. were always at night, right? I've never. They're been always to at one. night, but they sit outside all day. And oh, that the is heat true. Be, yeah. Right? They be extra hot. Yeah, I've never been to one. Again, I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, but I will always see them set up right. at certain times. You wonder of the what? Year. Right? Yeah. What like that? why they sit? Why they outside under a white tent you with know. them fans? Yes. Yes. So when they were talking about that, you know the song that kept going through my mind. What song was that? Lord, send a revival. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let it begin in me. Okay. That's what, girl, we need to have a tent in Orlando. We're just going to find a random tent and go sit there. Yes. All three of us. <laughs> what a fan. With Martin Luther King on it. I'm going to take my Hello Kitty like my little battery operator. It got to be an MLK fan. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Or the one with the praying hands. Yes. I'm going to draw us one. Okay. Girl, I'm going to draw us one. You should have told me I would have drawn that while we were here. I wouldn't be taking my hair down. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, it starts off with Heavenly talking to Dr. Damon about the stripper party. Well, the paint and strip party. I feel some kind of way about that. I feel like she hurt his feelings a little bit. What did she say that hurt his feelings? Just the whole thing. He had to find out about what happened from now his that was boy. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Damon, I feel like he's, like, cool. And I don't want anybody to hurt his feelings because I just feel like... I like Dr. Damon. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. But I, yeah. Yeah. She. And but what, I think they made it worse the way they described it. Because she did tell yeah. the little boy to put her down. Yes. And But she did look at his wee-wee and was like, come over here. Something's- but it was almost like, how could you not? 
And then even Dr. Dame was like, well, you could have left. She was like, well, I didn't want to leave Toya's birthday party. It was a celebration. <laughs> the way she explained it, I thought that was super cute and innocent. But she knows she was looking at them ping pings. Yeah. I, I do feel like he probably, when Dr. Scott was like, oh, when he picked your wife up, like everybody imagines like, a stripper picking up their wife. And, and like, flipping them legs. over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. So that's what he saw, too, because he'd been in uh, Magic City. Yes. He know how to go yes. down. And he, he wants to go back. <laughs> they need to go. I mean, let them go back. So I they know. Can all feel... And they kind of sure the ladies kind of trip me out. Like, no, y'all not. And I'm like, like how can y'all say that? Yeah. Just don't like no kissing, no insertion. You can touch it. You can smack it a little bit, but none of that. Not, extra... No touching. No touching. No touching. Well, I just don't know what happens in the strip club. I don't want to know. But you went to the strip club with us. I know, but I wasn't at that time. I was intrigued by the fact that she got her booty. I wasn't lit on fire. I wasn't looking at it from a wife's perspective. I wasn't either, but I did see them men like rubbing on their clits. And I was like, what? oh, I didn't know they could touch like that. I, had been, I wasn't I paying attention. That. I, was I was watching the art everything. and how they were dancing. No, like, I, I, I watched that that's too. What I, I wasn't even paying it. I wasn't even thought like that. No, I paid attention to everything. I paid attention from when we walked in the door and saw the, the life-size body dummy. I don't even remember the that. The sex doll. Because that was the first time I actually saw like a real life sex doll. And now they're like more popular, but yeah. I don't even remember that. I That's remember the that. only thing I remember from that night was that girl's booty getting lit on fire. Yeah. Everything else I've purged for other memories. Okay. But that I will never forget. Okay. I remember it all. I remember the guy with the belt that had Gimme That on it. Oh, yeah, I do remember. Give me that, yes. Through my jam. Right, I remember that. And then we met uh, Charlie Brown. Yes. Yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah. (laughs) Shenanigans. (laughs) The stuff, the shit we used That's my next, that's my journal. (laughs) The shit you get into in college. (laughs) You need to write this shit down so you don't forget it. Yes. And you, it needs to stay in your luggage. You need to take it. We weren't even in college. That was like for my 24th birthday. Okay, well, the shit you do in young adulthood, and yeah, <laughs> nobody else needs to read it because we done did some shenanigans. We done had some very We've eventful, had some good times, eventful trips. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, anyway, so they all meet over um, Dr. Jackie's, and she's claiming that she cooked that food. She ain't cooked that shit, and, and she needs to stand in that. Look, I don't cook; I order. Right, and that's, that's fine, it. but yeah. she was cooking up little muffins, cutting yes. the muffins up like she baked them. She's so cute. She's so funny. Um, so all the ladies are coming to the house, and um, they're telling her, you know, how nice, nice the house is. She congratulates Toya on her house. Um, Buffy is there, and she, when Toya walked in, she actually greeted her and was like, congratulations on moving into the house. Mm-hmm. And um, So that was that. Everybody gets there. Um, so then they get on a bus for a four and a half hour drive to Savannah. See, we do not, when we go on girls trips, we don't ever bitch about the drive. No. We have fun going on the drive. Yeah. So I know they ain't friends. <laughs> Cause we like connect and we sing and they were just like, Oh, I got to do this for the show. I know. Like they really don't like each other. And that, that was like, I would love to take a party bus and go on a trip like that, that would be fun. with all your friends. But I know that it, that is expensive as hell. Yeah. But I would love to do it. That and then you get the fun. opportunity to play on a pole. It's yeah. like, yeah. And get, and make your liver not function for a little while. 
I mean, I just feel like it's the ultimate like girl girls trip. And then I thought about our excursion that I w- was trying to live out with the RV, but nobody mm-hmm. wanted to do no, it. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. But yeah, so they all got together and they was gearing up to go on this trip and they act like they don't like each other. Really. Yeah. So then they start talking about Toya's house and everybody congratulates her. And Dr. Heaven is like, you know, I love it. Love to see black people doing well. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a part where it was chopped up to make it seem like she's, um, that they, that she was hating on Toya. Right. Now, I don't know what was said in between that to make her say that. Um, but I know in her YouTube, she was like, you know, I was not hating on her again. It was chopped up and she kind of came at me, um, saying, you know, that my house is only worth $50,000 and blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Heavenly was like, I've owned like 13 properties, both residential and commercial over time. Like I've had several practices, you know, so you know, for you to say that, it that does, was out of line. It does make it more interesting the way they chopped it up, Exactly, though. exactly. Because um, I only remember the presser washing comment <laughs> and um, seeing her house look dingy. I mean, yeah, and I was like, dang, Toya's so wrong. Like, why? Well, Heavenly was wrong first for saying, mm-hmm. I got a house, too. I got a house, mm-hmm. too. But they, they cut all the rest of it, and I mm-hmm. got all the... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think she's nasty. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not really nasty. Maybe that's why Dr. Daniel really loves her, though. Maybe she's not a nasty person. Who knows? I like her. I mean, she be... Now, I call her out when she be doing shady shit. But uh, outside of the shady shit, she seems like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, she's probably that fun friend that you really don't get close to emotionally. Exactly. Because I don't trust her with my feelings. No. I don't no. trust people with my feelings anyway, so I really ain't gonna trust that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Um, so that, that was them. Um, and then Buffy chimes in in a confessional saying, you know, well, wealthy people don't talk about their money. It's like, Buffy, who the fuck are you? I know. Like, where I I know you from? What you do? I know. I mean, yeah, she owns all the tax agencies, but I just feel like, what is she really adding to the show at this point? But I guess we'll see. Um, so they get there. They're, it cracks me up how they... And maybe because we're used to this because we just not haven't made it to that level where we have an issue with sharing a bed with each other when we go on a trip just because it's cheap. But well, like, I told you we was on our trip. We was going to lay three to the bed. No, that, that I'm not going to do. do. No. <laughs> well, I hope they got a double bed when we get there. We're going to be in trouble. They should have a double. Did you already book the room? Mm-hmm. Did you book it for Friday or just Saturday? Just Saturday. Okay. Everybody should have a bed. Okay. Yeah. No, everybody should have a room, not necessarily a bed. Okay. I'm going to sleep on the air mattress if I have to, okay. or the sofa. Okay. Um, so, um, they get to the house, and then, you know, um, was it Buffy or was it Toya who was like, oh, this this house is old. It's and I'm not, like, y'all in Savannah, like, all, right, the, all houses the houses are old. <laughs> you know them pretty girls. <laughs> I knew she was going to be trouble when she got in the um, on the bus with her little hat on. What's the name of that little hat that Buffy had on the whole time on the bus? Oh, I don't know. You know them little hats, them little Parisian hats. It starts with a P. Oh, I don't know. It ain't a pompadour, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, girl. Them little derby hats. Okay. And I was like, Heffer, why you got that hat on on the bus? You know what? That's some shit I do. Never mind. Okay. Like you me. said it. I'm owning up my, to myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but they were, and then they went from that to being haunted <laughs> and the spirits being in there. Yes, Savannah is a haunted place yeah. because they were killing slaves, and I that's know. how they got that's there. That's why I said that. And I be feeling the ancestors like talking to me when I'm down in that area, but they're not talking bad to me. Like, I feel like they're proud. They're proud of what you Yeah, doing? like, I just, it's like a sense of my people have been here, even though my people probably not even from, well, they probably came in in that area. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I just feel... I hadn't felt that. I don't know. Like, they're hugging me or something. I, I think that's why Paris. I like going down there. I feel that when I'm in Paris. Mm-hmm. I really felt that in London. Mm-hmm. Felt it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's because it's close to Africa. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So... We're going to Africa. We are. Soon. We are. Um, so then they get ready to go out to dinner so they can have their girl code discussion. So everybody has a girl code to talk about. Which I thought that was a cute idea, though. I I like it. And I like how she's going to combine it all and put it on a scroll for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so, um, one of the girl codes was, you know, let's leave family and husbands out of it. Which is true. It's true, but I feel like the husbands be putting themselves in it. Like, Aiden always gonna throw himself in it. Because Mariah, that's... And it's good that her and her husband are best friends. But some things, you just gotta talk to another woman about. Not... But if you don't have <laughs> another woman to talk to about... That's true. She got talk, a sister. She can talk to her daughter. But you don't need to involve kids no, in the conversation. No, she can talk to her grown-ass sister. Her sister probably don't like her ass either. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But she looked... Okay, one thing I did notice about Mariah, I was watching her at this dinner, and I was making sure that I didn't forget it. But next time you watch the show, or if you recap and watch the show again, Mm -hmm. look how unhappy she looks the whole entire time. It's almost like she has, like, her lips are tight. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's gritting her teeth Mm -hmm. the whole time. She looks absolutely miserable and unhappy. Like, she's bitter. I just think, and I wonder if Quad's presence is what's making her act like that. I don't even think it's necessarily fully Quad. I just think at the end of the day, like Toy is like her new friend now, her only friend, really. Yeah, but I feel like in all these other seasons, like nobody really has food with her, and it's because of the way that she, she acts. acts. And it's like she wants everybody to stand up for her, but. But how can you stand up for somebody who's disrespected you? Exactly. Exactly. And until you own up to it and say, you know what, y'all, I was having a bad moment. Life just wasn't happening. You know, just own up to it and say, but I made a mistake. Never do that. But she's still, oh, I'm the, you know, she's just gloating in her producer mm-hmm. credentials and I make this show and all you that know, stuff. Yeah, the show was still good when she wasn't, wasn't on, on it. it. Like I enjoyed it more. <laughs> But when I see her little bitter face, it's just like, ugh, like, why are you so mm-hmm. mean and evil sitting there? It, and maybe it's just edited that way. And that's mm-hmm. the same bitter picture. And they just showing that same look over and mm-hmm. over again. But I'm pretty sure I'd be making some rude faces when I don't realize what I look like, too. Mm-hmm. So I just think she looks mean and bitter. I mean, and then at the table, she even said, like, I feel like we keep doing this over and over again. And it doesn't resolve anything I, I can see that i, I can mean see I, that as well yeah yeah and i just i don't know what it is with them i think it's because they're not gen- i don't think they genuinely are friends yeah like they can't even enjoy each other's presence i mean it's I all don't, for the show it's all for the show yeah. and that's part of the that's the issue mm-hmm. yeah and they're trying to really make themselves like each other mm-hmm. and they don't and it's like probably you know 
a few of them are cool. Like Jackie and Simone. Yeah. They're cool for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Toya, I really don't know who she's actually cool with. It just depends on the season. Yeah. She's, mm. she's a floater. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Contessa really fooling around with anybody off season. No. Yeah. Um, Quad most definitely ain't really fooling around with nobody. No, not really. No. I think Simone and um, Jackie yeah, are the, the only, only two ones. Yeah. legitimate friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They tolerate everybody else. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably why Mariah be so unhappy with them because she probably feels like she's tolerated versus having a real relationship Mm -hmm. i've been in friendships like that where Mm -hmm. you just feel like you're tolerated Mm -hmm. and it's not a good feeling Mm -hmm. maybe that's why she always has a lot to say and she doesn't open up to them either Mm -hmm. because i feel like when she is opening up to them and being really really genuine which i've seen a few times in the seasons like she's okay but then it's like she has to say something shady or tell a lie something that just takes it all away so yes um so then they get on it's almost like mariah's trying to get everybody to kind of call quad out for making a whole cope thing or whatever yeah so she pretty much is like well i had a test done and they didn't find anything (laughs) They went back 10 years. 10 years of pulling hair. Do you know how many times you've dyed your hair? You've cut your hair? How many different chemicals you don't probably put on your hair? I wasn't going to say that because I didn't want to be a hater. And I'm operating in in a different space. (laughs) But this is what I was thinking when that lady said that. I'm thinking this is exactly what I said. Bitch, if your ass is bald-headed. Okay. And you keep getting a fade. Your ass done cut that weed. You done cu- cut that crack hair off, that coke hair off, the heroin hair off. It's all gone. It's all gone. Because I just think back in 10 years, how many times have I changed my hair? How many times have I cut my hair? You bald-headed. Yeah. You don't have no hair? She, exactly. she got hair, though. I think she has hair. Yeah, I'm sure she But does, I'm pretty but she sure she don't have 10 years hair. worth of hair. Because I'm thinking, I was thinking, I don't have the same hair on my head that I had 10 years ago. Yes. Like, I'm thinking last year I dyed my hair, and that shit done almost grew off mm-hmm. my head. So, how does that work? I think a better source of hair would be your eyebrow. No, never mind. She probably don't have eyebrows either. Where do you get hair from? Where's the hair that's been in your life the longest? They say the body hair, they can test up to a year. But, but every- yeah, the hair on your arm's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. But I don't really but have, like, a lot of hair on my arms mm-hmm. or my legs. That mm-hmm. shit don't grow. Mm-hmm. I started shaving that shit when I was, like, 10 when that shit started growing. Oh, my goodness. I didn't want none of that stuff. So, <laughs> so to that, um, Quad was like, look, I know what I saw with my eyes. <laughs> And Mariah is still maybe it was pixie sticks. Who knows? <laughs> Let's Who just call really it pixie knows? sticks. But I think what like either way, I don't care. But the fact that you keep bringing it up and going through all of this to prove that it's not that true. true makes it's like if you just would have left it alone and not said anything, it'll go away. It'll go away. That's what Trump do. Yes, and it works for him. Yes, you keep may- rehashing to clear your name, but n- ain't nobody thinking about that shit but you. you exactly. Are you losing any type of money? No, because they think you was on cocaine. No, 
Probably not. No, because in Most, the industry, that's like that's what people, it's a party drug. <laughs> yeah. Are you a functioning crackhead? Are you a functioning cokehead? Are you a function heroin addict? Hmm. It'll be overlooked. Move on with your life, boo boo. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's all I'm saying. Yes. So, but the hair's gone, girl. That it's been gone. <laughs> but you know, and another thing I was thinking, well, how do you know that they didn't pluck some of her weave hair? I didn't, didn't on a show they showed her without the wig on. I don't know, but if I was gonna do something like that, wouldn't I just throw on some them little links things that you put in your hair and had them pull the hair out of that and I just mean, pray that it don't have no drugs in it? Yeah, I mean, it could them be little the Indian way. people ain't using no drugs like that. I'm just saying. Girl, I guess it's just not a I big was, to do. I don't think so either. But mm-hmm. I think she just wants to prove herself, um, like clear her name because she's thinking somebody's looking at her some kind of way. But yeah, nobody can. That's anxiety. Yep, anxiety. She thinking too far into the future, right? And she keeps thinking about stuff that happened in the past, mm-hmm. rehashing it, girl. Mm-hmm. That's go. depression. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. probably got a drink and her liver fucked up. <laughs> Girl, I'm real comfortable tonight. I got my legs Girl, crossed. yeah, she leg is crossed. She pulling his hair out. I ain't gonna have no hair by the time I get home. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I think that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. Um, they talk about at the table. Buffy talk about how she don't have any real friends because she can't trust anybody because she got so much money. And right, then, and she said it's it's lonely at the top. And then and, I'm like, normally if you your your friends are pretty much kind of a reflection of you, so I would feel like your friends would be well off as well. But then again, she said, but then again, um, what's her name? Jocelyn is her friend, so I don't know if she choosing the right friends. <laughs> I don't think Jocelyn is her friend, but but what I will say is. I think it's perception. Mm-hmm. I think she perceives that she's, she probably, she is successful. Yes. I don't, I don't take that away from her, but she perceives her loneliness mm-hmm. as a real thing. I think she probably pushes people away with her cattiness probably. and don't nobody want to deal with her. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's lonely. Mm-hmm. Own up to your stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then somebody else says something at the table, but I can't remember. Oh, with Quad talking about, I think Toya. Oh, they asked her about the divorce. About the divorce, yes. And Toya was like, you know, I'm not trying to come at you to be nosy. Like, I'm trying to come to you as a friend just to see how everything is going. And, you know, Quad is like, you know, well, it's my business, you know? Like, I feel like if if I want to talk to you about it, I will talk to you about it. But she never talks to them about it. Mm -hmm. So why do y'all keep asking her about this stuff? Like, you know, I tell you, girl, this is what's going on. This is whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. And I I give you the space to say it on your own. Like, if you want to talk about it, I'm here to listen. But I'm not going to be like, girl, what's going on? Right. You ain't sending me no messages like, girl, what's going on Mm -hmm. with that deadline? What's going on with Mm -hmm. this? You ain't doing all that. Mm -hmm. So... Yes. It just depends on your approach, especially if they ain't your friends. Yeah. They ain't friends. Yeah. But wasn't Toya and Quiet real close at close. one time? Yeah. And then they what they fall out. What was their beef about? I think their beef was that Quiet wasn't she kind of shut down. No. I think and their real the, beef was yeah. like you can't come on these couples trips because you don't have no husband. Yeah. And I think they're gonna talk about that again. Next time. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, mm-hmm. I thought that was shady, but I understand. I wouldn't want to go. I mean, she just may want to go to hang out, you know? Especially if it's something that they've done every year. 
I don't know. And then it's still things that you can gain from it. Yes, I'm I'm single, single now, but, I can, but I, I can learn. And I can, you know, go do things by myself. Exactly. I don't know. I wouldn't have issue with it. But that's just me. But I just be feeling like Toya just be insecure. Girl. Because she's like, I don't want no single woman around my man. Nobody wants your don't, man and your, don't, 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 your man don't want nobody else, girl. Exactly. He only got eyes for you. He does. And he loves your juicy booty, girl. Mm-hmm. He will be okay. Mm-hmm. He ain't thinking about them. Mm-mm. He loves Toya. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that's pretty much it. Contessa got mad at everybody because they just keep doing the foolishness that they do. And that's about it. Yeah. And we'll see what happens next week. I didn't see the previews. My my Sling TV was acting crazy, so I really only watched half of it. You should have called me. I would have gave you some passwords. Oh, it's fine. It just kind of froze up. I need up. to send you that stuff, too. Okay. I thought about it the other night, and then my phone was dead, so I couldn't text you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. If you guys want to chime in, you can find us on the socials. Right. And Give us some topic ideas, too. I know, right? Yeah, like I put some fillers out on social media. I, I saw didn't get that. Nothing. I was like, look at Tanisha. Girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend be doing some things, girl. Yes. All right. Well, we are going to wrap it up and be sure to sing your fairy topics, your business buzzes, your fairy moments. We didn't do a quote. Um, I thought you, we don't only do a quote when we don't have a business buzz. No, I normally do the quote in lieu of having a fairy moment. Cause I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm going to have a fun scary moment next week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hopefully, I'll have a scary moment next week. It is, a, it is not a fairy tale moment. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale. Okay, so. Ooh, just a good one. Okay, so from Marriage 365, um, the quote this week is. Never allow your social network to know more about you than your spouse does. Mm. All right, now. I'm going to leave it on that note. All right. All right, bye. Bye.